everybody, if you have been following our channel for a little while now, you know that we live on a boat. Today, we're gonna take you inside and talk to you all about the cost of living on a boat and tell you exactly how much it cost us for 2019 and what it could possibly maybe cost you. Let's go into our office. First things first, you need to know how much your boat costs. Like what are your monthly payments? Are you paying for it up front? Are you taking a loan out? What are you doing? So for us, we have a secured boat loan. Yeah, so we did pay a big chunk for our boat up front, um, but we also finance part of it. And like Sarah said, we have a secured boat loan, so we do make monthly payments. And we included those monthly payments in this list, but we did not include the upfront chunk of cash that we paid for the boat. So it these expenses overall are kind of our, our yearly running expenses, not our big expenses that we made in the past spread out over a few years. And so those monthly sense. payments average to about like $570 a month. So that was last year. And that's actually a little bit lower than what our actual monthly payments are, but that's what it averaged out to because there was a month or two that we didn't have to make those payments. So we actually we refinanced the boat because we did so much work on the boat and had a lot of value. We got a valuation survey and the survey decided it was worth a lot more than what we paid for it. So we decided to refinance and it just works out a little bit financially. So. That's why we skipped a few months. Our actual boat payments are a little closer to like six to $700 a month on average. This 2020 year, they're gonna be close to like $725 a month. Next thing, if you're paying for this boat and it's a big investment, you definitely want to have insurance on it. And our insurance costs close to $3,680 a year. And that, for what we're doing in our boat, that's actually pretty, it, like, it's a lot of money, but it's pretty good from a lot of um, other cruisers that we talk to. The biggest things that add up in insurance are having an old boat and having it in the Caribbean or even Florida for hurricane season. Now, we're in Grenada, and our insurance required us to be in Grenada to be covered for hurricane season, which is south enough to be out of the main hurricane box. But even so, that price for insurance is still pretty good. It yeah. took us a heck of a lot of researching to find an insurance company that would insure our 30 plus year old boat in the Caribbean for hurricane season. But we finally did and we're happy with the company. We're happy with the rates. So everything is good on that front. This is actually the first boat we've ever had insurance on and we're yeah, glad. It's, uh, yeah, we are happy. We haven't had insurance on our other boats because they were never valued super high and if we had damaged the boat significantly or lost the boats it wouldn't have been a huge loss to us but this boat if we ever like lost this boat like, it's our full-time home it's our job what we do with youtube and our blog and now and everything podcast. we own is inside of this boat so right. that wouldn't be good but we'd be screwed you should always at least have liability insurance so if you happen to run into someone else's boat or anything like that you definitely want to be covered on that right that's the other scary part is say you dragged anchor and ran into a big mega yacht and you owe thousands and thousands of dollars of damage to their boat that's another scary situation you could check your anchor you could check your mooring you could do all the things you need to do right but something could still happen and we've been in the situation where the boat has dragged before and it's not a fun situation and you don't want to be in it i think we're pretty good on insurance we're lucky that it's not more than that and it is a big chunk of change but it's worth it for us our yep. next big expense actually it's not that big of an expense it's a huge expense it's just documentation so our boat's u.s Coast Guard documented and it only costs $26 a year to, to renew. It's more expensive the first time you 
you get yeah. it done, but we've had it for a couple of years, so we're just paying the renewal fee. And it's not even the first time. It's only 120 something dollars, I think. Um, so not too bad, but yeah, $26 a year for our U.S. Coast Guard documentation renewal. Our next category is by far our biggest category, and that is repairs, maintenance, and upgrades. So we spent a total of 31 grand this past year on repairs, maintenance, and upgrades. And you guys may be thinking that is a ton of money, and it is, but we knew that when we bought our boat so we bought our boat for less than fifty thousand dollars and for a sailing catamaran that's like unheard of unless it's sunken at the bottom of the water somewhere which our boat was pretty beat up and we knew that and we knew it was gonna be more there work than we thought just like boats always are and but we bought it knowing that the boat had a really good pedigree it has a lot of history a good following and whatever repairs maintenance and upgrades we put into the boat we'd probably get that back on the back end when we sell the boat um just like we've done with every other one of our boats but don't listen to that and say oh you can go buy a boat that's falling apart now and do the same thing that takes doing all of that work yourself and doing it smartly and upgrading it smartly and having a boat that has a following and people that love it so you have people coming to want it right there are some like production boats that are just a dime a dozen and if you put in all this work and money and time and energy you might not get even close to the same amount back when you sell them. It's so. not the case for every scenario, but if you do it very smart, no, you can do that successfully. So that's, that's kind of the mindset we go into when we're doing our repairs, maintenance, and upgrades. And, so far, we've gotten it all back on the back end when we sell our boats, and we plan to with this boat as well. So exactly. So, when we bought the boat, we budgeted for having, having to, to pay these big expenses in these coming years with putting all these upgrades on the boat. So this past upgrades. year, what did we do? We did, we did all our standing rigging. We went with synthetic st standing rigging, which, which has been working out great. Yeah, I did oh, all the work myself, all the splicing and covering and everything like that. We had the boat hauled to do a bottom job and we had some blisters. So we did all of that work ourselves with help of one of our friends for sanding the bottom. And well, while well, the boat was hauled, we also replaced the crossbeam, big part of the boat. So that was a big project. Yeah, so our forward crossbeam was an old boom that we got used, but in really good condition. And that worked out really well. And we installed it ourselves. We took it apart ourselves. Big project. We also made new rudders from scratch. <laughs> yeah, so we had the help of a professional boat builder in Florida, which was awesome. And uh, yeah, new rudders. We, we installed um, a new water maker this year. Um, which Let is look at my list. definitely an upgrade and we got a new windlass this year anchor windlass still manual anchor windlass So not super expensive because our other one was shot But it's still a thousand dollars here a thousand dollars there adds up so fast We got new custom water tanks so, You remember back in I think it was February when we came to our dinghy and our dinghy engine was gone Well, that was three thousand dollars out of our pocket that we weren't expecting to pay uh, yeah. new titanium chain plates Oh the mat and the shade which yep add up and i think that's about it for um, at least our big uh, repairs maintenance upgrades and there's a ton of little stuff that goes into that like a lot such as um like all the paints and fiberglass and epoxy and like just all that little stuff that also adds up a lot so thirty one thousand dollars repairs maintenance and upgrades sounds like a lot but it's adding value to our boats next category is dockage 
So as you guys know, we prefer to be out on anchor, yeah. but yep. sometimes you have to go to a marina. And this year we spent, I think, more time at a marina than we have any other year, probably. Yeah. And the main reason for that was Dominican Republic. You With our limited Spanish and our first time being there, we decided that it was going to be much easier to be at a couple mar marinas instead, and that worked out really well. I'm glad with that decision. Yeah. Their rates are very reasonable compared to Florida, so we got a lot for what we were spending. And the other thing that killed us in this category was having to have a layup period for our insurance. So the boat needed to be laid up either in the water, out of the water, but at a marina. And just a period where the boat is not being used. And I think it's meant for like just doing your repairs and maintenance just to make sure that the boat stays in good shape. So we were in a marina for an entire month in Grenada. From there, that it was just kind of scattered. What we normally do, just a day or two here, a day or two there, which it really, I think we do a good job of that. It was just those big two chunks that added up to a lot so the total dockage we paid last year was thirty one hundred seventy seven dollars yeah next category fuel so as you guys know we live on a sailboat and we primarily move by the wind but we do have that lovely generator and our dinghy of course that we take absolutely everywhere and those two gasoline engines the generator and the dinghy engine they sip fuel they're really fuel efficient but we do take the dinghy everywhere and we do have to fill up with diesel fuel on the catamaran once in a while i think we sail probably a little more than most cruisers on catamarans do yes because we know our engines are 30 years old and they have a limited life span so we just try not to yeah. use them <laughs> So our fuel bill for the whole entire year was $1,107. Which is pretty dang good because we, we have sailed over, over 2,500 miles. So. Yeah, and what was our trawler fuel bill? It, it was, was a close to it. It was a grand, but just one way up the East Coast, it yeah. was about a grand. So it was probably close to two or three grand for the year. So yeah, definitely saving on that. Yep, so um, I'm pretty proud of ourselves this year. Yeah, that's really not bad at all. Uh, food uh, is the next big expense so if you know us you know we like to eat and we like to eat well and, and we, we like to try to eat healthy as well yeah but well is expensive and we also love to go out when we are in new countries it's a perfect way to go see the culture of somewhere new and we don't go out and party much so, so we don't spend a ton of money on, on drinks like, or anything but i do get a beer or two when we go out to dinner sierra might have a glass of wine or something we have now limited ourselves to only one night yeah. a week but so that's going out to eat going to grocery stores you can definitely shop um, pretty um, similar to the prices in the states yeah but, but if you really want something you're probably gonna pay more for it for example yeah. syrup syrup however you want to say it crazy expensive not even worth getting it. it was like 80 ecs for a tiny itty bitty bottle of syrup and then uh like almond butter we couldn't mm. find almond butter and if we did like even in grenada it was really expensive it was expensive but and if you're willing to just kind of shop by the prices and shop on what's local and what's cheap in the area you are you can do really well you can probably average less than you know what you would pay for groceries in the states yeah. i'd say almost definitely especially if you're going to the local markets and getting the fresh produce that the farmers are bringing to like the markets and everything yeah they're very affordable yeah so in total cool. last year we paid twelve thousand nine hundred dollars a year for food that includes oh. every single thing we have eaten and paid for in the past year it even includes jetty's dog food Yep. And uh, that averages out to about a little over a thousand dollars a month. And then my and sister that... Catherine stayed with us for four months and part of that deal was we paid for her food because she helped us do a bunch of work. So yeah, that includes three people for a part of the year. 
next category, phone and internet. If you're watching this, it had to be uploaded via the internet. What we have now, we have Google Fi cards and we have our two Google Fi cards and we also have a third Google Fi card. We need all those SIM cards because we need the data to be able to run this business, to be able to upload our YouTube videos and get on the internet and do research and all this stuff. Um, and we found that like we were going out to eat a lot more trying to hunt down like Wi-Fi spots and the Wi-Fi wasn't even good. Like we couldn't even upload a video. So we decided just to take that money and invest it in different SIM cards and we can kind of go through those SIM cards and use up the high-speed data to get our work done. Yes. In the middle of last year, we switched from Verizon to Google Fi. And I think it was a very good decision. Yeah, we're pretty happy. Google Fi isn't perfect and it was their customer service isn't great, but it's been working really well. Um, it gets a little funky in the French countries, but still works. And yeah, overall, we're very happy with, with that decision. Yeah, so with Google Fi, we pay $50 per SIM card and that's for unlimited data up to 22 gigs of high-speed data and after that it's throttled but you also have to pay any international calling fees and that's around like 20 cents a minute so we try to do all of our call calling via facetime or whatsapp or skype or something uh, in total including like the transition and like, some verizon last year we paid 3900 dollars for phone and internet next category health insurance. I am lucky enough to still be under my mother's health insurance and that is really good health insurance because she is in the public uh, school system. I am with United Healthcare. And I pay my own health insurance and I pay about $1,200 a year. It's like low premium, high deductible rate. I'm very healthy and I try to stay very healthy and uh, it's pretty much a catastrophe plan. Like if I broke something or something like that, then it'd be high deductible, but I still have, you know, those major expenses covered. This yeah. coming year is going to be different because I'm going to be on my own. So we're probably going to be looking for a different kind of health insurance plan. So if you know a good one, let us know. Especially for international travel. Yeah. Our next category is customs and immigration fees check and all check the check-in fees that go with it. So we spent a total of $613 checking in, checking out, and all the fees that are included with going to a different country for the and year. The biggest out of all those fees were the Bahamas. Of course, it's th over $300, $320 to check into the Bahamas, but that gives you your fishing permit in three months. Totally worth it. Um, I mean, the abundance of fish there compared to everywhere else we have been is incredible. You make up, if you spearfish or whatever, you make up for that just in the food you catch. Um, yeah, and then DR is like 120 bucks, Puerto Rico 30 bucks, Grenada $83. And some of that depends on how long you're staying there. Like Grenada, we paid a little bit more because we stayed, you know. Four or five months. Four or five months, yeah. So $613 for the year, not too bad. Traveling with a dog can get a little bit expensive. <coughs> so with Jetty, we have to get all of her like vet and shots and different certificates before we leave the States and that is pretty dang expensive. And then we also have to get her a vet appointment pretty much before we enter any new country. So all those visits definitely add up. And our total cost for traveling with a dog last year was $1,080. So expensive, but she's totally worth it. Uh, other travel expenses. So a lot of the times we go on tours, we take taxis, we hire a guide, uh, rent a car, and all of that kind of miscellaneous travel expenses add up to about $1,400 for the year. And you can definitely do that. Cheaper? Yeah. But you could also definitely do that way more expensive. 
because a lot of the times we prefer to go on our own and explore on our own but as soon as you start hiring guide after guide after guide it definitely adds up it's good for the country's economy but you have to limit where you can spend that money yeah well we do at least and we we are i think we're really good at that especially because we enjoy doing it ourselves most of the time and we don't rent a car a ton if we rent a car for a day or two we make good use of it so i think that's a pretty fair expense fourteen dollars for the year so some other costs you probably don't think about include water trash and laundry so, now so that we have a water maker those expenses are going lower but if you do not have a water maker you have to go to a marina in these uh caribbean islands and you have to pay in the states you generally don't have to pay to fill up with fresh water but down here you do yeah, and it's not too much. It's like maybe 10 to 20 cents a gallon. Um, but it adds up a little bit. And so say we have a water maker now, and we only had it for maybe, what, the last two two months or one month of this year cycle. And then trash, like in the States, obviously, you can always find a free place to throw out trash. A lot of times in these far out places, in the Bahamas, some places in the Caribbean, they charge you to throw out trash. And if you're very careful, most of the time you can find a free place to throw out trash, or just maybe it's two or three bucks. Yeah, and laundry. So you can either hand wash it, which can use up a lot of your water and take up a lot of your time, or you can try to find a do-it-yourself laundromat, or you can pay for a service to do your laundry. And, and that's what we found kind of surprising in the Caribbean. Most of the time, it's a service like that. It's easier to find than a do-it-yourself laundry machine, especially one that works well. We were paying a lot more for those laundry services, and it would add up to like 60 to 100 bucks for like big loads of laundry that we had when we do all our sheets and towels and stuff like that yeah so the majority of this money we're telling you about for this category is from laundry now that we have watermaker sierra has been awesome and doing all our laundry by hand so that's saving us a ton of money and because we have a watermaker we don't have to worry too much about conserving that much water and we can just do it on the boat um, we'll still um, once in a while do our major loads at like one of these laundry services so like our total cost to live on a boat last year was just over $67,000. Like we said before, that sounds like a ton of money, and it is a ton of money, but you also gotta consider, and I didn't say this in the boat repairs and maintenance, this boat is part of our business, our business of making YouTube videos and creating interesting and useful and educational content uh, for the internet, for you, and hopefully it helps inspire and educate you. Um, but we're able to write some of those expenses off because it is part of our business so you have to take that into consideration and it's also our home we don't pay rent we take what rent or mortgage payments we would make um and that goes into our boat instead like we said before sixty-seven thousand. 31,000 of that was repairs, maintenance, and upgrades to the boat. Yeah, and like we said, again, we'll get that back when we sell the boat, which is not always the case, but I think we'll get at least most of it back in our case. Hopefully. Uh, fingers crossed. Cross your fingers for us. If you're looking yeah. at that number and thinking, heck, I'm never going to be able to live on a boat, do not think that. Living on a boat can cost as much as you have. You can buy food super cheap. You can get a boat that doesn't require any of this repairs and maintenance. Like or a, just like a very simple boat that doesn't just... cost that much for repairs and maintenance. We did go a little crazy with this boat with repairs and maintenance and upgrades because it's a performance boat and we i want to we want to bring her back to her good standing self right like which is why we invested in synthetic rigging and we're just and like that high, a little bit higher end stuff so remember it costs as much as you have whatever work you're trying to do it's probably going to take longer and cost a little bit more than you think but it's totally worth it like we've heard of people doing the same living the same lifestyle that we live for just a few hundred dollars a month like really not a lot at all and it's totally 
totally possible. It's also possible to live a lot like, more expensive. Yeah, spend a lot more money throughout the year living on a boat. Yeah, if you um, want to live in a marina, you're, you're gonna... pretty much paying rent to live in a marina. On yeah. top of your boat payments, you're paying for your slip and, and boat maintenance. Still, you still gotta maintain um, it. So yeah. ways to save living on a boat. Anchor. Um, Instead of going to marina. Yep. Do your own boat work. Shop um, around for everything. Shop around for marina fees, haul-out fees. Shop around for supplies. Um, one um, of the most useful things that I've saved money on is, like, we redid all our lines and stuff, and West Marine has the 30 to 40% off uh, bulk line sale, like, once or twice a year. And that saves you so much money. Just stuff like, like that. Set a budget. That's been really helping us this past couple months because we have told ourselves we're only going out to eat once a week. We still get that culture and interaction with new people that we could meet, but we're realizing it saves us a lot of money when we eat on the boat and cook our own food. Yeah, and not in budgeting, not just for food. Like, so we actually have a big project coming up. Am I allowed to say that? Something coming up relatively soon and and it's required us to take a real good hard look at our expenses and and budgets and stuff like that yeah that's what really forced us to budget and it has been helping us a ton even with like the boat stuff because there are a lot of things on like boat work repairs maintenance and upgrades there's a lot of things you could do there's an infinite amount of things you could do but if we budget ourselves and if it's a decision like should we do this or should we not do this we can go to our budget and look and see all right well did we spend or do we have money left this month to invest in the boat or did we use it all up and we shouldn't do it until maybe next month when we have an example of that is our chain so that windlass we mentioned before if you've watched some of our past videos you probably have heard that the windlass we bought does not match the chain that we have Just because be it's not windless yeah, stuff. It's yeah, the correct it's size, but it's not. It's, it skips and it's pretty much useless. So we're still bringing up this chain. By and hand. on top of that, it's only two years old and like it's already rusting through uh, some of the diameter of the but chain. But anyway, which, so we uh, need new chain, but at the end of every month, we look at our budget and say, do we have the money to buy this new chain that we want or no? So this past month we didn't, but we have listed our old chain for sale hoping that someone could use it as like a mooring anchor or someone that doesn't have one list. Yeah, because uh, about half the chain is still perfectly good to use, especially for a mooring anchor. Yeah, so just making those decisions a little bit more care carefully and it's really been helping. Whereas in the past, I would have just splurged and say, screw it, we need it, you know, whatever. Put it on a credit card. No, don't put it on the credit card. Only spend it if you have it. Yeah. So I you guys are probably wondering, where the heck does all this money come from that we're paying for these $30,000 of repairs, maintenance, and upgrades, and all these other categories. Yeah, we've been lucky enough in the past few years to grow our YouTube channel and our website enough that that makes us enough money where we can do this stuff. And like I said, we still got to be very careful. We can't splurge. Um, we got to keep things in check. But if we do that, then uh, it, it all works out. Yeah. And like you guys are probably looking at this saying that's a lot of money, but that's all we buy. We don't go shopping. We don't go like out and like go to casinos. We don't do any of that stuff. All of this money we just told you, that's all we spend. And except yeah. for our personal savings and savings for future projects and stuff like that. So. We don't make a lot of money on YouTube. Don't think you can go to YouTube and make this tons of money. We don't, <laughs> but our patrons are amazing. They support us and you guys do too. Watching the videos and just selling stuff on our online store has all been helping 
us be able to continue going. Definitely, definitely. And then some sponsors have also helped make it possible and just helped make it a little bit easier in, in some areas of what we do. So yep. thank you and, to all our sponsors. Yeah, and we're gaining a lot of skills along this whole way. So if YouTube crashed tomorrow, like we could go get other jobs. Like if we needed to stop and work, we could. We absolutely could. And we still have our skills that we've used in the past and our water sports skills. Like I've taught kiteboarding for years. I can always go back to teaching kiteboarding. We could teach surfing or stand up paddling. We could start our own business doing that. We could get into social media marketing or internet marketing for another company if we wanted to. So yeah, we always have backup jobs or careers. Yeah, if you had to have a career tomorrow, then I would probably be a lifeguard or a fireman. Most lifeguards in Florida tend to shift to be a fireman anyway. It's just better pay and benefits and stuff. Yeah, I think I'd probably be a teacher. Another, we'll make some more content about how we make money and how other people make money living on the boat. Um, so stay tuned for that and leave a comment about any questions you might have in that regard. Sorry. That project we mentioned earlier, any guesses what it is? Yeah, and a lot of this was really personal information, so I really hope it helps you. We kind of went out on a limb to share all of this stuff. We had never told anyone that we bought our boat for less than $50,000 before. Yeah, yeah, it is very personal, and, and we get, it's, it's can be very frustrating in that regard, because like, like we'll we said- We'll get comments like, we trust fund babies and all this stuff, and like, it's not true. We work really hard. And we worked our way up to this. Oh, that is something that I want to mention. Like, in the past, we've never spent this much money living or working or traveling on boats so when we were on tula our small 26 foot monohull we only we did only spend a few probably a few hundred bucks a month and then when we were on the trawler um we spent a little bit more but still significantly less than this i think only 20 grand a year was our last one on the trawler versus 67 um and we we spent more money into that boat than we did on tula but less into that boat than we did into this boat um so yeah we worked our way up and yeah it is very personal and we have feelings. <laughs> so be nice. <laughs> um, so this episode is also going to be a podcast episode, our first one actually. And so if you guys are watching this on YouTube or you're reading our blog post, you can also listen to this on a podcast if you'd like. Just uh, subscribe to our podcast channel. It's going to be Tools on the Summer, I'm sure. The link will be right in the description. And if you're listening to this on the podcast, you know, you can also check out the YouTube video. Sierra is probably going to edit this one and put a lot of cool overlays in it so you can see what we're talking about while we're talking about it. Yeah, all this information is already in a blog article on our website, toolsendlesssummer.com. So if you want to kind of go back and reread it, that's or, always there. It'll be in the description or the show notes for the podcast. Yeah. And yeah, we really appreciate if you share this, um, whether it's a YouTube video or the podcast, with your friends and family or anyone you think might be interested in it. It helps us a ton um, and it helps us keep creating content like this. If you really want to support this video or this podcast uh subscribe and consider becoming a patron um that link will be in the description or the show notes they already know what the project is the patrons do they no but they will <laughs> they will <laughs> by the time this comes out they will for sure yeah so patrons they're um very up to date with what we're doing and they get early releases of information and videos and podcasts and stuff like that um, and then one other great way to support is just by visiting the Tula shop. That's a link on our uh, website, and you can buy some T-shirts or merchandise. We have really nice beanies out right now, some hats, lifeguard hats, and yeah. 
And if you currently live on a boat and keep track of your finances, let us know how much you spend in a year. Are we close? Are we far away? Do you have any suggestions on how we could save more? Um, we're always interested in that. Yeah, we, we've we gotten some comments on your article that you wrote already, and um, a lot of people, we've had some comments saying that people doing it have spent a lot less, people are right in our category about how much we spent, and then some people have spent a lot more, so really interesting. Yep. Thank you so much for watching and listening, and we will see you later.